Buzzer Podcast, all music. Worldwide music started in local music scenes. Underground independent unsigned talent. Music you choose to hear, not the music mainstream tells you to hear. Hosted by Shay. The Buzzer Podcast is a Canadian broadcast connected to artists around the globe. Hey y'all, I am Shay, and this is the Buzzer Podcast, on air indie, from iPad to yours, over the airways. Today on the show, Columbus, United States, Artist Bay. We talk about her childhood experiences, her creative process, and all about music, and we hear her latest track, Alexandria. Enjoy the show, you're going to love this artist and her incredible raw vocals. Hey, Faye, it's wonderful to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for joining the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great. It's great. I wanted to have you on the podcast to talk about your music because it's very uh, inspirational. Uh, and, And once we talk about your story, the fans listening will understand how inspirational they are. When you listen to your music, you really feel it. And also about your new release, Alexandria, which just came out. An incredible work that you did. Thank you. So you started at age six on stage. I did. Um, That's incredible. (laughs) Ever since I can remember, I've been singing or pretending to be on stage, dressing up, all that stuff. I've just always been doing it. It's all I know, really. So you've been full-time or full-time activity since then? Like, what happened between six and now? That's what I'm trying to find out. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, let's see. I pretty... I I sang... um, did like singing competitions. My sister was actually really into pageants. So um, just like the theater pageants performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my mom and my sister and myself really did. And my parents are divorced. So it was, I was mostly with my mom up until I was 14. Um, but like 12, 13, 14, I picked up guitar, and that was around the time Taylor Swift was getting really big. Um, Okay. Yeah, and so she definitely had, well, inspired me to kind of do the same thing, like just embrace myself as an artist and write my own music and all of that. Prior to that, I'd always been, um, it sounds really odd but I was always infatuated with a pen and paper and just writing things down and like doodling and all of that um no it doesn't seem odd (laughs) my full-time profession is a writer I started writing about that age as well yeah and um I get that I'm glad I feel like it's really weird (laughs) um but I've just always, ever since then, I've always been writing. It was my go-to. And um, like after school, I would come home and that's basically all I would do. I would write, I would sing, I would try to better myself at guitar just because I loved it. And it was 
therapy and an escape for me. Um, and then around 13, 14, I moved with my dad. And it was just one of those situations. Like, how do I explain it? My mother, when she divorced him, and they got divorced when I was two. Okay. Uh, when she divorced him, it was kind of for similar reasons. Like, he was very um, emotionally abusive, physically, but it wasn't as bad as what I saw. And I think that's partly why she didn't really know it was going on. Um, Cause he would like to completely change um, after like if anyone else would enter the room. And so his personality completely changed and he was just mm-hmm. very good at hiding it. And also I thought like behind closed doors, that it, everything that was happening was normal. Um, but it wasn't, it was, it just wasn't. And I guess the, as the years passed, I finally just gave in and was like, you know, I'm not going to fight back anymore because no one believes me and it's just pointless. And everything he says is the truth and all of that. And I just stopped fighting and I prayed. That um, God would get me out of that situation. And sure enough, here I am, 18, 19, and my mom, who ended up losing her house and a lot of her money, she had to move in with my sister. So also that threw a wrench into things to where I had nowhere to, uh, nowhere to go. Um, but 18, 19, she ended up getting on her feet financially and getting a place and was like, hey, like, do you want to come live with me? So I was able to move in with her. And after that, things just started coming to the surface. I really saw um, my dad and was like, you know, these things he's doing is just really odd. Like he would always call me and want me to come down there and do things for him and like all of this stuff. And I really got an outside view. And then we ended up having an incident And I was just like, you know, I'm never going to speak to this man again. Like he's, there's, I just can't because it was literally killing me. Like nothing was happening in my life. I had all these songs that I was so proud of and um, they were just sitting in a notebook Mm -hmm. and I had no clue. Like I had no clue about the industry, uh, the music industry. Um, So like I would go and play like open mics just kind of la di da, just kind of hoping someone would come along and like I'd get a record deal or something. Um, but no, like that's not going to happen, but that's getting off the subject. Um, but yeah, like after I finally said, you know, I'm done, I cut him out of my life, which resorted into stalking on his part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, things just started opening up and here I am now and I've educated myself on the music industry and just used all of those years of writing and um, just the things I went through. I that's I'm using it for other people and just kind of telling them, Hey, like I've been through this. I've wrote about this. Mm-hmm. If you through this, like, I'm here for you. And the way I like to put it and sum it up is 
music is an escape for me. Like I'll put on a song or I'll write or something and just completely leave whatever it is I'm going through. And that's what I want to do for other people is be a voice and give them something that they can escape to. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And you are a voice and uh, the pain that you went through just come through. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, it's actually horrific for children to go through when they're living with a parent that is a house devil and a street angel. Oh, that's, I've never heard it put that way. That's yeah. so true. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> so I get that. I get that. Uh, I get that uh, situation. You feel like you're going insane. And you're the only one that has any knowledge of it. It's, it's it's crazy. And congratulations for getting out of it, girl, and putting out great music because you did well. Did well. Um, you mentioned Taylor Swift, but yes. I hear more Nora Jones in you. Oh, like I'm influenced by so many artists. And like if it's a good song, I'll listen to it. Or if I really resonate with it, I'll listen to it. Um, I guess lyrically, she inspired me. Uh, she's very, she uses big words and yes, yeah, she, she does. yeah, like I love the lyrics, but like melody wise, um, I love the bluesy stuff. Uh, what's that? What's it called? Like I use Leonard Skinner a lot, but there's like Robert Johnson Mm-hmm. Um, that kind more, of sound. yeah more sultry yeah like I, I really love that sound and um like Leonard Skinner there are a few songs that are I call them kind of bluesy but it's um they're just uh, what's it called I can't remember is it skate you, know, <laughs> you know the sound I'm talking about yeah, it's I like, do. I just can't find yeah. a word for it either. <laughs> but um, that I write the easiest. Um, but I feel like with my songs, like there's a mixture of that, which you can find in my voice a lot. But mm-hmm. um, rock, rock music. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say pop. Maybe like soft pop sometimes, but. Uh, like if hmm. meshing all of those genres together is kind of my sound. Yeah, it's, you, it's, have, <laughs> you have a unique sound. Thank you. <laughs> you have a unique sound. So tell me a bit about your band. You have right now three backing you and then yourself as a front lady or front woman. Uh, can you tell me a bit about the band members? Yeah, um, so there's John Leonard. He plays guitar for me. Um, he, he's he been in the music scene here in Columbus for a long time. Um, he's been through a couple bands now, but he can play piano, bass, guitar, and he's just like a, a really great musician, a great person. Wow, well-rounded. Um, yeah, he's very passionate and it's, I'm very grateful to have met him and Jared. They're very, 
they're just as passionate as I am. Um, but Jared, he plays drums and he's pretty much like John. He can play almost everything and he just loves music. We also um, get along really well just as people, as friends. That's important. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And we've been through a couple bassists now, but um, we're still trying to find someone with the same mindset, the same goals. So hopefully that's sooner rather than later. So is Jenna Jaworski not your bass right now on bass? Unfortunately, she left. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's okay. People have their own lives and it doesn't always, everyone's lives don't always match up and sync very well. So, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, is this the same band that was named one of the top 60 bands to watch in Ohio? Yes. Yes. Oh, well done. Thank you. That's amazing. So we're going to spin your latest track, Alexandria, right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the song. All righty. Sounds good.
I love the song. You know, I love the lyrics of about. Uh, uh, oh my God, Helen! I didn't write it down. It was a. It was, it was a line about eyes open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really resonated with me. I don't know why, but. Um, Maybe when you tell me with the message of a song, I might be able to figure it out. I love the song. I love it. Oh, thank you. It um, it's probably the most vulnerable song I've written. Um, yeah, it was a year ago, a year, year and a half, maybe something like that. But um, there's this guy who I just had really strong feelings for, but he didn't have those same feelings for me. And I was basically the friend that he would go to whenever he was having problems with Alexandria. Um, Oh, so he's a real person. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, cool. I love that. (laughs) It worked out out well. Um, But he would go back to Alexandria and then he'd have problems with her. He'd come to me and then it was Alexandria and then me and then Alexandria and then me. And one night it was like 12 a.m. I just picked up my guitar and I was really sad. (laughs) Um, But I instantly I thought of there's this song by the Foo Fighters. It's called Arlandria. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it'd be cool if I could, like, write a really cool song with that girl's name in it. And because I was thinking, like, oh, it must be nice to be her. And she's so pretty. And, like, I I had never seen her or met her. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I bet she's just so pretty and has this, like, um, magnetic personality and she probably like gets all the guys and gets everything she wants. And, um, I just started strumming on my guitar and I'm like, Alexandria. And then I just start writing and it just, it just flew out of me. So. Well, a lot came out of it. So where's this dude now? Did you drop him? Yep, I did. And then he tried to come back into my life of course. Uh, <laughs> um, which I didn't allow. Because um, it was just, it would, I'm really into vibrations and like law of attraction and all of that. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, lowered my vibration. Um, so, yeah. And I'm kind of glad like I had cut him off because it would have just been a mess if he would have been around while I was trying to release Alexandria and do all of that. I feel like it would have been too much of a distraction because I would have been worried about what he would think, mm-hmm. even though. Yeah. So. I got that. Yeah. I got that. You know, sometimes when your vibrations are low, you really need to, uh, and I'm not, instructing you it's just the way i believe uh when my vibrations are low you look at the five closest people that are around you and typically there's somebody in that circle that's bringing it down oh i believe that 100 Mm -hmm. 
So good for you. Thank you. He's deserved the right to be a spectator. So don't worry about him. <laughs> so, so tell me about the local music scene. Um, the local music scene is very... Um, I was going to say tight knit, but I feel like that's the wrong word. It's definitely a scene with substance. And I feel like it could eventually be in music city. Um, okay. Yeah. And there's a lot of, a lot of really good bands, uh, from rap music to, alternative to rock like everybody kind of not kind of everybody has a place in the scene it's um it's encouraging it really is i'm i'm really grateful that columbus is a space where i can grow as an artist and yeah and that's the goal is just to grow here to build here and eventually make it out to the other states um Uh, that's cool what do you think they columbus needs to become a music city i think just more awareness um and if i feel like if it comes from i feel like that needs to come from other artists coming out of the city it's like 21 pilots that really and not only it made people aware of Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we had more of that, like artists coming out of this city, I feel like it just, it all comes down to awareness. True enough. Do you have a lot of uh, uh, local competitions or festivals that highlight artists that are local? Yeah. Um, we we have like organizations too, but there's this festival that we played this year. I think it was back in like July, but um, it's called What Festival? W H A T with a question mark. Okay, <laughs> so I like that. Yeah, and so there's that one, and there's this one called Steadfast Festival, which is rather new, and I think the guy who runs it is still trying to figure everything out because I was actually, well, the band and I were going to play on that festival, but that was right when COVID was getting really bad and that threw a wrench into the plans. Uh, Mm -hmm. But there was that, um, there's, let's see, Columbus Songwriters Association. Um, my friend, Joey Hendrickson, uh, he, I can't remember if he's like the head runner of that or if he's a team, a part of the team, but there's that. And they do, they try to do um, monthly showcases, but it's been just uh, kind of sporadic and pieced out just because of COVID this past year, year or so. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then. Like the radio station, there's CD 92.9 here who they really try to um, spotlight local artists who are doing rather well and getting some buzz. Oh, that's play great. Their- yeah, so 
definitely encouraging. And yeah, and what about the publishing deal that you landed with Athena Publishing? That's out of Athens or Athens, Ohio? Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, oh, you forgot about it. <laughs> oh, my God, girl. Okay, that's pretty good coup. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Nate uh, Fenley, he ended up reaching out to me. It was during COVID. Um but he got a grant from Ohio University and wants to start a publishing company to help artists who are like coming up. Mm-hmm. He had one other artist and then me on, um, I don't know what you would call that. I was going to say on the label, but it's a publishing Ro- company. <laughs> a roster? A roster? Yeah, we'll say roster. Uh, that's perfect. Um, yeah. And so I signed with him and I'm also a member of Nashville songwriters association. So when you're a member of that association, you have the opportunity to submit to publishers and I think it's monthly, but, um, like these are actual like big publishers and like music row and everything. And so for a long time I was doing that. And then I met Nate And I just had a really good feeling about it because like he doesn't have the, all the contacts he wants yet, but I just, I I feel like I had to sign with him because he's going to get there. And like, currently he's in Nashville and he's, he, we text somewhat often. Yeah, Um, He's down there like making the moves for his publishing company and he's been really busy. And so I'm glad, you know, I signed with him and am able, it's, it's like, it's really cool just to be able to see the growth of it. Um, yeah. So there's, I, I can see that. I can see that. And honestly, I, I would, my preference would be going with somebody that had passion and was up and coming rather than a big label that you're one of many. Oh, yeah. And another thing that stood out on the publishing deal was it wasn't like a um, crazy split. Like I would get to keep most of the money from sync deals and all of that. And he'd get a percentage, but he wasn't like taking a bunch of it, which happy. So that's awesome. I'm glad you have that opportunity. Thank you. So where is the best place for fans to follow you and your music? Yeah, um, I'm most active on Instagram. So you could follow Faye Band on Instagram. Okay. But I'm also on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show and sharing your music, your story. And I uh, really think we're going to see, I know we're going to see a lot of you in the future. You do. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're putting out great music, huh? Incredible oh. music. Thank you so much. Have a great evening. You too. And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into the show. Sponsored by The Buzzer Media. 
Thank you to the artists who share their music. Our shows wouldn't happen without their music. Subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com. Fans and artists can submit their request to Shay at thebuzzroll.com. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.